0: Hello and welcome to Marketing Connected. In the lead up to the Digital Marketing Asia 2020 virtual conference in November, we will be chatting with our conference speakers on specific issues in the world of marketing, from digital transformation to customer experience and ad fraud, among others. Join us over the next few weeks as we unravel the ins and outs of digital marketing and hear from industry players on how you can jumpstart your journey. Creative content is not necessarily the first thing marketers usually associate with e-commerce. And why is that so? Well, in this episode, our regional editor, Reswana Mandur, speaks to Rashida Vasawala, Seltra's general manager for APEC, on whether creativity takes a backseat when it comes to technology, and why content creation is so crucial to e-commerce.
1: Hi, Rashida. how are you?
2: I'm good. Thank you. And thanks for having me on this podcast. Super excited.
1: Tell us a little bit about Celtra and what you do at Celtra.
2: Yeah, sure. Celtra is a cloud-based creative management platform, which offers creative and marketing teams to collaborate on design and deliver omni-channel digital campaigns with quality and high efficiency. Uh, we are headquartered out of Boston and have offices in Singapore, New York, London, and Ljubljana. I've been working with Seltra for over 3.5 years now, uh, and I'm working in the capacity of a general manager for APAC. So I oversee multiple functions from business development to sales and customer success in the APAC region.
1: Which markets in Asia Pacific do you have a presence in and which are some of your key markets?
2: Our APAC headquarter is in Singapore. Uh, But we've got a broad presence across multiple markets in the region. So from India to Indonesia, Malaysia, Hong Kong, Australia, New Zealand. And earlier this year, we set our footprint in Japan and South Korea too.
1: Who are some of the clients you work with?
2: We work with brands, publishers and media platforms and uh, global brands like Adidas, Spotify, Unilever, Lululemon, CNN, MOB. And in the region, we work with partners like Maxis, MediaCorp, uh, Philip Morris Japan, uh, Lazada.
1: So how has the year been like for Celtra? Are there many new areas you've ventured into? What are you guys focusing on?
2: Celtra has been well positioned for the shift because we offer cloud-based creative software that I told you earlier. Yep. It brings teams together to collaborate on designing, scaling, approving, and launching creatives for digital campaigns. And with this whole new normal, it's more important than ever to enable remote collaboration. So we are lucky in a way to be playing in that space. Uh, then on the other side, we are also seeing a tremendous growth of e-commerce. So consumers are becoming increasingly online-driven Cross of the storytelling, which has become paramount, and it needs to be done at a scale. So to automate production, e-commerce brands need a high volume of design variations. Mm. So think of languages, markets, new products, promotions, etc. And earlier this year, we doubled down on our creative automation and we launched the solution that caters only to marketers.
1: Celtra has made a big push in creative-led content storytelling at scale with its creative automation tool. Tell us a little bit about it and how exactly it helps clients.
2: Automation has touched everything in marketing, save for creative. Most marketers haven't adopted creative automation because they don't even know it exists. Yeah. Uh, creative automation is really a new concept and very different from the traditional brief idea production launch process that most marketers are used to. Mm. But relying on old school manual production is not only expensive, but slow and cumbersome, which results in generic ad experiences and inconsistent design. So continuing to do this old-fashioned creative production equals to content gap. Mm-hmm. Your production resources are flat, but creative content needs are growing. And this is what we solve. So creative automation is all about empowering the marketeer and designer to focus on the design and strategy while the software performs the mundane and repetitive work involved in production of high-volume design Mm. or the creative production functions. So essentially what it does is it separates the content from the design and designers are allowed to focus on developing the layout or the different experiences. Mm. And the content within those designs can be easily populated through feeds. And this can be done by the content team or the promotion or vouchering team so basically, designers don't need to manually input the content or do any kind of adaptations one by one. And we're working with brands who have seen like 3x increase in the creative volume and, uh, that they're producing, and two times faster the production, plus uh, 40% less effort on the review and approval. So the entire uh, production process is a lot more seamless.
1: Yeah, and a lot more agile as well.
2: Absolutely.
1: I think this really lets the designers do what they do best. Um, But what do you have to say to critics who might say that this will result in teams being leaner? I think instead
2: of uh, looking at it that way, there's another perspective where you are optimizing your resource to focus on the design and craft Mm. rather than making them do mundane uh, job of just you know uh, mechanically adapting to different designs. you can use your same number of resources to do a lot more content, which is a lot more meaningful and uh, a lot more personalized. Uh, and the end goal is to win a consumer right and create those touch points. So optimize your resource in the best possible way rather than wasting that same investment into something that's not going to give you higher returns.
1: Very well put. Um, I know we both have a passion around the topic of e-commerce and e-commerce is booming around the world, but creative content is not necessarily the first thing you associate with e-commerce in the marketing world. Do you think the conversations around creativity take a little bit of a backseat when we talk about technology and e-commerce because we're so focused on the process being smooth?
2: Well, it depends on the brand, right? You see, uh, direct to consumer companies or DTC companies, as you call it, they've mastered the art of creativity and variety. They understand that every single touch point tells your brand story, and they usually invest in design consistency. So there are two schools of thoughts there.
1: Do you have examples of brands who you think have done a good job in creating um, creative experiences? Internationally,
2: I think there are, you know, brands like Kroger, who's an online retailer. They create these experiences really, really well. I think locally, if we look at Lazada, they are, they really, they push for these uh, personalized experiences, ensuring that, you know, uh, the consumer is not bored seeing the same ad over and over again. So, yeah, um, there are a lot of uh, these disruptive brands, as I would call them. Who invest a lot of time in mastering this art of creativity and variety?
1: Is there a lot of awareness around um, e-commerce brands now understanding uh, the importance of the creative process? I would think so. Yes, they definitely
2: do. However, uh, it's still done in a very manual fashion, and this is why there's, there's so much of focus in the automation adoption.
1: Explain to me what you mean when you say it is still a manual process.
2: Like they, they have teams sitting, just like, you know, back in the days for programmatic, you had a bunch of ad hoc team sitting and calling a campaign being done in a programmatic fashion, but it's done in a manual way. You're developing a lot of content, but it's done through, uh, you know, people sit- sitting and doing these adaptations manually. So personalization is done, but it's, it, it comes as a cost. And I think this is where we're talking about why automation is
1: important. Right. Are creativity and personalized experiences two sides of the same coin?
2: So personalization is a tactic, whereas creativity is about storytelling. You need a story first and then the angles to deliver these unique experiences.
0: We will be taking a short break. If you would like to join us at Digital Marketing Asia 2020 as we dive into topics such as transformation, data and analytics and e-commerce, head to conferences.marketing-interactive.com slash digital-marketing-asia.
1: So how can the two come together? Where does one stop and another start? So it's not
2: so much about what uh, comes first or what starts and then stops. Uh, It's about understanding the different aspects or dimensions of personalization. What do you mean by personalization? Uh, It's the experience that you're creating, uh, which is data-driven, right? You're serving the right message to the right audience at the right time and at the right place. Uh, And then you choose the right channel or channels. And you bring all of this together in the form of a visual or a creative that the consumer sees. And if you look at the statistics, it shows that creatives define 60% of the campaign performance. So in a sense, personalization strategy needs to be delivered not only on data and media, but it's also the creative.
1: Why is content creation so crucial to the e-commerce industry? So
2: e-commerce campaigns need high volumes of content to keep performing. Hmm. It's simply because consumers become blind to your ad if they keep seeing the same ad over and over. Hmm. And another volume driver are the multiple channels that these e-commerce brands need to advertise on. So very simply put, creative is being used as a performance lever when it's done right. Hmm. You need different stories for different audiences. And we touched upon this earlier You know, it's audience, it's the message, you have different targeting parameters. You tie all of this together into a creative, uh, which can be then used as that performance lever.
1: What are some of the challenges brands face in creating content that drives e commerce sales? So, two things.
2: Uh, One is the manual production that results in the content gap. And Mm. content gap is nothing else uh, but the amount of creative content that brands are currently producing versus the volume of creative content they actually require. And then the second one is agility, having to quickly make changes to live campaigns or just scrap an existing planned approach. Uh, Just think of the pandemic, imagine you've planned a campaign that was shot and based in an office, but now that imagery is not at all relevant. So you need to do something else and that too very quickly.
1: We're always saying e-commerce is now taking over the world and to a large extent, it saw an accelerated uptake due to the pandemic. But have e-commerce players then taken growth for granted at the expense of consumer experience? What are your thoughts on this?
2: I don't really think so. I think uh, everybody is just adapting to the new normal. And so if as a consumer, I'm not comfortable going to a physical store, I'm pretty okay if I'm you know purchasing uh online and i think this is like unanimous across uh, <laughs> across the globe so if there's anybody who can actually serve these demands or cater to these demands of consumers it is these e-commerce players and that's primarily the reason why all these traditional cpg brands are also making that shift mm. they're all uh, focusing now on e-commerce than the regular uh, you know retail uh, or uh, brick and mortar store experiences
1: So what will you be speaking about at DMA, uh, Rashida? And what can our audiences hope to take away from your session?
2: Oh, that's one event I'm really looking forward to. So I'll be talking about the future of creative production and how brands can turn their creative into their number one differentiator that uh, outmarkets uh, the competition.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you very much for having me uh, for this podcast. It's an honor. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Marketing Connected and stay tuned for another Digital Marketing Asia 2020 episode next week. If you are interested in signing up for the upcoming Digital Marketing Asia 2020 virtual conference, click the link attached to the episode description or hit to www.marketing-interactive.com. We hope to see you there.